Welcome to me in. Ha-ha! It looks like the bard is about to begin. I'll pour ya an owl over the stories, fables, and tales about the swords, sickles, and spells in the depths of the swells. So take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Cara Trust Inn. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Carriage Rest Tales. If it sounds a little bit different, that's because we are on location. We tried traveling with our studio for Gen Con Prep. But across from me, I have... Uh, this is Vaso, uh, or this is Nick. <laughs> well, there we go. This is Nick, who will be playing Vaso. Um, and in the last episode, Vaso actually met Nomis' dad and may have compromised Vaso and Woods. And, you know, since, you know, we are kind of on the run from the order and I kind of gave up our identity and kind of told him not to tell anybody, so... By the way, don't he say let, anything. He let the cat out of the bag. Oh, yeah. The, yep. <laughs> yeah, that is for sure. But not off the ship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, it's Sam. I'm playing Woods or Red, as she's currently known as on the run. Um, yeah, we are on location uh, on the east end of Louisville. So bear with us. Hey everyone, this is Ryan. I just want to point out that my house is a little echoey and that I don't live that far from Mike and Sam. Yeah. So it's not like we're miles and miles away, but... Uh, anyway, uh, I'll be playing Kincaid, and on last episode, I saved a whale, uh, very PETA of me, and met some merfolk while rescuing a merchant ship from some pirates, and now I think we're going to the merfolk realm to meet Queen Cole. I'm actually going to start with correcting something from episode 15 that I noticed when I was editing. So, back in episode 15, Woods, you were trying to teach the cave elves how to open and close rips. Mm-hmm. I said that they could do that. Mm-hmm. And then I realized when I was editing it that they actually can't for a mechanic reason you haven't figured out. Interesting. They can open rifts, but they weren't able to close them. Okay. All right. Well, let's just pretend all we did was focus on opening. Did Perfect. we realize that they couldn't close them or we didn't even get that far? I think you would have realized that they couldn't close them. Interesting. Okay. I wonder, has Vaso tried to close a rift yet? Vaso can only close rifts. I can't open one. You can't open and all the elves can do is open. Right. But I can do both. I'll leave. And didn't you teach Vaso how to open and close? You taught Kincaid, Kincaid? how to... Oh, so we're, all, <laughs> we're all doing great. It's going to be real rusty tonight, guys, so just stick with us. You taught Kincaid how to close rifts, but I don't think he's opened them yet. Okay. All right, so at the end of the last episode, you guys show up at the Merfolk capital, and it basically is just a big open ocean you kind of see the archipelago in the background but it's really just like a big dock that you stopped at but you notice that the dock isn't attached to any land but Kincaid you jump into the water because you're interested in it and when you look down you realize that the merfolk capital is all underwater and the dock that you're stopped at is directly over a open air temple oh awesome I have a lot of questions yes as what uh hi hello I'm Woods I'm hello Woods (laughs) I'm Okay, um, how do we get down there? Oh, you can't breathe underwater? Uh, no. Okay, well then you're going to want to do the diving bell, and that's going to take you to our foreign diplomats section. Okay, and she's going to look at Basso, but but how do we breathe down there? Underneath the water around the temple, the main square, we have a little, I don't know how to describe it, but like a a dome that you can stay in. It has oxygen and 
air for you. There's a humanoid bowl down there for you all to... Oh, okay. So we can only go to certain places down there? Unless you can hold your breath or um, um, okay. breathe water? No. Okay. So are you going on the bill? Yeah, I guess so. I don't right, need to. Basso? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think we have a choice. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Are okay. you going to come with us? Or are you going to? No, I I'll swim down there. So then we're not going to be together. I'll meet you. I'll meet you down there. How do you get yeah. into the bowl? She is so confused. She has so many questions. I'm sure there's a way in the bowl. There's a way in the bowl. Yeah, there's always a way in the bowl. Okay, let's go. And the mechanics question: While we're here, they're repairing. The Jacques, right? Yes, they're going to repair okay. the Jacques for you since you are going to meet with their queen. So they're treating you guys more like um, foreign diplomats. Oh, like you're getting perfect. pretty good privileges right now. So out of earshot from whomever this receptionist is, yep. are we going to tell them real? I think you. I think huh? you. I think you already did. <laughs> well, just to the receptionist. When we get down the there, who are you, Mac? Yeah. Okay. Mac and Woods. Just we don't have like mix it up. <laughs> Do, do we want to change our names again? <laughs> no, I don't think I can. I don't think I can do that. Maybe you should change your name to Tosh. You could be Macintosh. Mac and Mac. Mac uh, I could be Tosh. No, that's confusing. World mechanics. Yes. Are there like travel papers? Like, do we carry identity on us or no? You do not. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I'll be red. You guys get into the diving bell and it lowers down. So you have a little pocket of air that you can stay in as it descends down in it descends down perfectly over top a seal that opens up and then you're able to jump down into this donut shaped glass ring all around the temple so there's this big open water temple at the bottom of the ocean there's a big statue in the middle of it and then all on the outside of that is this big glass dome where you can walk around so you can actually see everything and interact with people okay i get it i can see it in my head what's the statue of so that is difficult to actually figure out because as you're swimming down, the statue seems to be moving, kind of like an optical illusion. And when you get to down closer to like the actual temple side, you guys would realize as you are moving around the temple, looking at the statue, the face changes to a different face, depending on what angle you're looking at it. Think of like, you know, those uh, pictures, you can look at it from two different sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, sure. It's carved like that so that the statue itself has multiple faces. Is it like a merfolk body though? Sometimes it's a merfolk body. Sometimes it seems to have legs. Interesting. Oh, wow. That also okay. seems to change. Do I recognize any of them? Yes. All of you at one point would recognize at least one of the figures, and you would know it as the god Ratita, the god of the sea. Okay. How far down are we going? Since it is a full city down there, let's say it's 100 feet down. 100 feet down. Okay. Because you would have a couple of multi-story housing. I'm picturing just like you take a normal city and just put underwater and then you have a large open air or water temple with a big statue in the middle. Okay, I got it. You also notice that there is somebody that's really elegantly dressed a merfolk that is out by the temple and on each side of the temple there's about a dozen or so different reef shelves. So I think like they took some reefs and put them in the temple square and each of those wreath shelves has about 20 to 25 golden shards in them. Interesting. No dark shards? No dark shards. This is what you guys noticed. No one has approached you yet because okay. you're just getting settled and getting in. Okay. The only figure you've seen so far is a well-dressed figure that's kind of in prayer in front of the statue. Okay. So like a priestess, what I guess. Is, what, can you describe what we're looking at, this creature? Yes, it is a merfolk creature that is... Finely dressed with a crown on their head. Um, this could be the queen. So am, am I with Red and yeah, so Mac 
or mechanic wise, you would be able to talk through this little barrier. Oh, so we're oh, separated. You're not coming, you're not we're coming separated by the a barrier. Other side. Yeah. So you're in the water, I assume, because you said you swam down. Yes. You guys are in the little dome. If you want to get in the dome with them, you can, but I just picture you more comfortable swimming in the water. Yeah, I'd much rather be in the water. Okay. But you guys are able to talk through it. Are we? Uh... Y'all are capable. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's more entertaining when I'm not there. <laughs> I just feel like we shouldn't be left alone. Oh, hey, it's all so, you. <laughs> so <laughs> you got it. Kincaid will swim up. Yeah. Perfect. Swim up. Uh, catch your attention. Are you Queen Cole by chance? Yes. Yes, I am. Welcome. And the Tritons give a curtsy when they bow oh. to royalty. That is very polite of you. Pleased to meet you. I am Kincaid. Nice to meet you, Kincaid. What can I do for you? Uh, my friends and I were on a merchant ship and came across some of your fellow merfolk protecting she, like, a another merchant attacked she, like, by licks, pirates. Looks over and like waves at you guys. <laughs> I bobbed uh, like we were in the water, but we're not in the water. Yeah. They're guys, surface people. You guys were attacked. Yeah, they sometimes try to jump up and down. I don't know. That's weird. Um, you yeah. said you were attacked by pirates? We came across pirates attacking a merchant ship that merfolk were protecting. Oh, was everyone okay? Uh, I think a couple of your people survived. The merchant survived, but we drove the pirates away. They've been really difficult to deal with. Every time we get, they just disappear. I don't, it's irritating. Oh, tell me about it. We, My ship fights them all the time. I'm not a big fan of the pirates. Oh, yeah, neither are we. They've been, I don't know what they're doing there, canvassing the area maybe? They're, That's what it seems like. They're dropping yeah. charges and just destroying. I mean, we've already had lost a lot of our reefs to them. It's been a... a Ask real... her if she knows what, a ch- what their charges are, where they're going with the charge. Ask her. Sorry about my friend. She <laughs> thinks she wants something to know about charges? Yeah. So, well, one uh, of your people were trying to recruit us to help fight uh, the pirates with you all, but unfortunately we have our own mission with the pirates, but thought we could gain some information from each other. Oh, yeah. We would be happy to share information. We've been having about three or four different pirate ships in the area. They seem to crisscross, but they just show up out of nowhere, and then they disappear before we can really do any damage to them. And I don't think they can hear us, Occasionally they'll just show up, drop a bomb can in you, the water. Can you tell us, is that the charges you're talking about? Yes. Can you talk depth, depth more about that, please? Yes. So oh, they, oh, so they do. Let's just, let's She's just like go. knocking on the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ask that question. Should we just go swim over there? Yeah. My friends have no manners. Okay. I'm let's, sorry. That's, that's fine. And she like. Bato's like. Kind of hide. Well, doesn't understand <laughs> she's like, any she's of like, it. She's like. Yeah. Like what's to, does not understand if you can hear like. She's never been underwater before. Yep. So she's red. Going. We can hear you. We just this is the queen. Oh. We gotta have some oh, tact. Oh my gosh! And she's gonna like. I was curtsy or something. Queen Cole, this is my friend Red. Oh, it's nice to meet you, Red. And my other friend Va or uh, Mac. Mac. Vok Va- Mac. Va Mac. Va Mac. It's nice Va to Mac. meet you. <laughs> you all here? I just give you all. Va Va Mac. Okay. Va Mac. Va Mac. Friend Red Tosh. <laughs> You were shouting about the charges. They're they're called depth charges. It's when they put a bomb and then they sink it and then it explodes in the water at a certain depth. Are they trying to find you all, you think? I don't think they are. I guess we don't really advertise where we're at, so maybe they are looking for us, but it seems too widespread out. I'm not sure what they're doing, but we want to be able to find them and we try to follow them and... You know, we'll be following behind him, observing, and then all of a sudden the ship's gone. 
I mean, do you know where the ship's going? No, that's why we were, we were trying to follow them so we could find where it's going and see if they, they like disappear a, on you. They disappear. We're thinking maybe if there's a base of operations, we could maybe sneak in and take care of all the pirates. We're not sure. Or hire out, get the Order of Light involved from, you know, Black Bay Harbor or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. we, we're a little limited to just being in the sea, but we could rely on our allies to uh, possibly raid a cave or a cove or wherever they're holed up. So you don't have any idea where they could be, since you're more familiar with the seas in this part, We've sent where out, a place where they would go to establish a base camp would be? We've sent out scouts to all the places we would think that are kind of hidden, and they're all empty. There's no evidence of a pirate encampment, but we've recognized that there's at least four different ships, so they're, they've got to have a base of operations somewhere. I think they're base camps on the other side. What do you mean by the other side? I um, think those... When they disappear, I think they're using some sort of magic to get to Dorma. Why would you want to go to where the monsters are? I have no idea. That seems that's just my suspicion based I mean, I guess, on if I they're disappearing and you can't find them. I think people of your explorative <laughs> caliber can't find them. I I can only assume they're on the other side. So I wonder if we should have the, I, sh- I should talk to Order Light and see if they will do some scouting maybe in the Dorma side. That's really dangerous, but maybe we can maybe that. I mean, we didn't thought about that because that just, that seems so reckless. Why would you go to where the monsters are? Woods is like nervously staring at Vasso, like trying to make eye contact with Vasso and just like, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. Do you? Well, maybe we can explore a couple of days around here. Okay. Yeah. If you don't. Maybe if you have an extra couple of ships while ours is being repaired, yeah, we, we can have... just go do some day trips. Yeah. Do you guys normally um, work with the Order of Light? Yeah, we have our, our own local chapter of the Order. It's, it's smaller, obviously, because it's a pretty unique location. So it's only two squadrons, which you would know is six people. So it's a pretty small order, but we really don't have Denoa attacks really all that often down underwater. So Oh, yeah, they're they're good people, the, the Order of Light. And that's great that you don't have um, Denoa attacks down here. I heard they're, they're, heard they're horrible. We still get them occasionally, but I mean, that's why we have our local chapter to take care of that for us. How frequently are you in contact with the main core at Black Bay Harbor? Just basically our quarterly reports, unless we need some assistance. We have sent for some reinforcements, but they I think they got held up at Stringham, I think is the last I heard. So you're waiting on reinforcements now? Yeah, well, we've been having these pirates that are yeah, that makes sense. Are attacking us, that we need some assistance. In, um, and it's really killing our tourism. Like, people aren't coming to stay at the beach vacations because they're worried they're going to get attacked on the way here. And you already mentioned you had to save our merchant, so our, you know, our... Terry, I believe his name was. economy is kind of... Oh, it was Terry? Terry. And he's yeah. okay. He's He's, he's fine. Old. He's fine. The oh, coffee didn't make it, though. I guess can't win them all, but at least Terry's okay. And you said the mer- most of the merfolk... Did all the merfolk make it, or...? I don't know how many there were to begin with, but... It didn't seem I think like they one, were missing someone. I think one perished. <sighs> Oh. Okay, so From what I saw. Okay, we'll have to add them to the shelves, I guess. What are the shelves? So, you know, the festival where you would burn your shards into the eternal fire. Well, we're underwater, so it doesn't really kind of work the same way. So we've developed a way of storing all of our shards by the god Ratita. And then at the end of the ceremony, we'll bring up to the surface and we'll have our fire up on the surface. And that's how you pronounce God Ratita? Ratita, yes. The god of the ever-changing sea. Um, My bearings are a little off. How far is 
Black Bay Harbor from here? Um, How many days sail, would you say? Days sail? It's probably about uh, three or four days sail. Okay. You're going to swim it probably a week and a half. Okay. Can we roll deception? Sure. What are you trying to deceive Well, I just like want to make sure... She's not picking up on how nervous Woods is and how quiet Basso is. Like, just, you know what I mean? Like, the fact that we're trying to get information about the Order of Light. I, I don't know. I just want to make sure that we're doing it in a way that we're not telling. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Deception's a good role for that. To see how good you are at being able to hide that you're nervous. I rolled a one. <laughs> I'm going to roll something to see if she thinks it's just because you guys are nervous that you're underwater. Oh. And you're land breathers. Not to excuse my friends. They've never been in an underwater city before. Yeah, usually our foreign diplomats have a little bit of a a struggle with the concept of being surrounded by water, Mm -hmm. but breathing. This is wild. Yeah, it's a a great feat of engineering that we've had it for a really long time. And it's really worked out well for being able to include people in our culture without them um, drowning. Unrelated question. Sorry to change topics. Have you come across any tritons before? That was another reason I wanted... To meet with you. Tritons. Oh, is that me. what you are? I have not seen any Tritons, but have you tried the South Sea? One of your people suggested that, but suggested I talk to you more about it. Apparently there's a sea that's completely surrounded by land, so we we can't really get there, but I heard that it's a fairly large salty body of water. So maybe, maybe that's where your people are? Can you breathe? Okay. On the land? You can breathe air and water, but we dry out really quickly. So it gets really itchy and irritable, and it's, I mean, we got these fins, so it's kind of hard to walk. Okay. Well, is there anything we can do for you, Queen Cole, while we're here? We appreciate you letting us repair our ship while we're here. I mean, if you guys want to take some of our cruisers out and just kind of survey and maybe help deal with any pirates that show up in the meantime while your ship's getting repaired, I mean, we'll take all the help that we can get as long as, I mean, I assume you guys are able to body fighters we've already chased away one set of pirates yes we've proven ourselves against the pirates so go ahead and roll a perception check and i'm gonna say it's just going to be woods and basso uh seven 14 with a 14 woods you would notice that there are a lot of shards so there's about a dozen of those wreath shelves and each one of them has around 20 to 25 shards in them when was the last um burning of the shards. So the last Festival of Lights was the one that you guys were just at, which was, what, about a month and a half ago, two months ago, when you had gotten arrested and all that happened. That was the last Festival of Lights, and that really wasn't that long ago. Okay, I'm not going to bring it up. Okay, sounds good. You're just going to observe, notice that it seems odd. It seems interesting. I want A part of me wants to ask her if she... Like if they were at the last ceremony, but I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to bring back up Order of Light. Like I'm Trying to avoid that, like the plague. Basta is going to ask, like, so is this glass? Is it? Is there? Is there any magic involved with it, or how'd y'all make that? Um, so that would be our great engineer, Ariza. Ariza. She did a great job fabricating everything. I don't quite know how it works, but it's a big hit on the town, and apparently can hold the pressure of the weight really well. So it works well for us. I hope it's comfortable in there. I heard it's a nice temperature. I don't really have a need to go in there, so. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is very impressive. You know, I back on my farm. You know, I used to build fences all the time, so I'm always inspired about you know building stuff. So I'd I'd like to meet Arisa if that okay. Sure, we could see if she's around, and you guys can chat with her. She's kind of old now, cause she built this a long time ago. But I'm sure she'd be more than happy to have visitors. Yeah, great. 
is there anything else I can help you guys with right now? Or No, we just greatly appreciate the hospitality and letting us stay here Do and we? letting us use your cruisers, perhaps yes. to go find some more of these pirates or see where they're coming from. Yes, go talk to the guards at the top, top side, and they'll uh, point you to our, I guess we could say, local boats that we keep on hand for... I mean, normally it's for tourism, but we have made some modifications because of our issues as of late. Okay. Well, I guess we'll be here until our ship gets repaired. We're on our way to the Elven City. Oh, you're going to Kastrum? I heard it's just beautiful. Oh, it's a great place. Yeah. You should go check it out. I will try. From a distance, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I realize my <laughs> blunder. I'm sorry. And then she looks down at her fins, like, from a, a distance, yes. yes. All right. As you go to swim away... You, Kincaid, all of a sudden get a chill up your back and you <gasps> kind of go on guard to the point where you've even pulled your weapon out. My trident? Yep, your trident. My trident's out. Yep, your trident's Do we out. notice this? Yes, everyone would kind of notice Kincaid turn, get into like a battle stance and... Well, what do I see? Kind of look around. You're not sure, but something really tripped you up for a second. Hey, you okay? What's going on? And I guess I'm just staring off. Like, so there's nothing around me. You can roll a perception check if you like. I, yeah. Uh, All the echoing in my I know everything. East End house. <laughs> Suburban East End house. Seven plus something. Two, maybe. I think it's a plus two. All right. So with the nine, you wouldn't notice anything special. You will notice that luckily uh, Queen Cole had already turned her back to you guys and was swimming away when the, you got to like a battle stance. She didn't get freaked out or anything like that drawing your weapon in front of royalty that feels like death you don't understand like something just tripped me out yeah okay like some cold chill just touched me yeah but put your put your trident away you're trying to get us killed i guess he realizes his weapon is out (laughs) so yeah he'll put it on his back and he's on edge yeah you can roll perception and it was very strange to you that it was i mean think of like a battle reflex uh seven triggered 17 17 and 11 like, was it something I felt before? Mm. New feeling. New feelings. I mean, you have, you've experienced battle, so you knew you like their heart rushing adrenaline kind of hit you, but you're not sure what triggered it. So I have a plus four in perception. Does 11 change? Okay. Never mind. But I like it. Um, the importance of having your stats in front of you. There you go. Uh, King Vaso and Woods, what are you guys looking for? What are you trying but to Mac? perceive? I mean, I'm just like, see him flip around in pure battle mode so I like get startled and like all of a sudden my head's spinning around like just completely just eyes wide open looking for something anything you don't notice anything no threats no threats no guard no order of light nope you're not quite sure what triggered did the water temperature change did Did the water temperature change (laughs) it did not no okay (laughs) but I like the question I think Kincaid being I think he's pretty inquisitive I think he would swim around a little bit, but not too much where if it happens again, he's going to pull his trident out on the queen and get arrested sort of thing. (laughs) So I think he would swim around for a few minutes and then decide, I should probably not be down here. Go ahead and roll a D10. Five. Woods and Mac, well, Kincaid's swimming around. What are you guys doing? I mean, staring at him. We're in a tube. I don't feel like we can go. And And my envision of this tube is like, Six, maybe 10 feet big. Like, it's not very big, right? I'd say probably 15 feet diameter. Yeah. Okay. Like a big bagel shape that goes all the way around. Uh-huh. There'd be seating and stuff in there. You get the idea that they would use this place if they were going to have, like, festivals or plays or something going on in the temple. 
this would be a spot where people could come and sit and enjoy the culture. Like an aquarium, like a reverse aquarium. Exactly like a reverse aquarium. A humanoid zoo. A human zoo. <laughs> you're on display. Yeah. <laughs> but as you're sitting there watching Kincaid swim around, he gets startled again. But this time, you reach for your trident, but you said you were going to focus not on pulling your trident out. So you like right. you grab at it, and you're like, wait, no. You still got triggered, and your heart starts pumping, and adrenaline starts going. You guys would probably know from watching it, since you're sitting in there watching him, it was almost in the exact same spot, location-wise, that happened last time. Hey. And I'm still swimming trying to figure out. Kincaid, come come back to us and we're going to try to get him like into that same spot again. I will swim in that same spot. Go ahead and roll a D10. Seven. <laughs> you notice that you feel really uneasy in this one particular spot, but you're not sure why. So what point. is directly above me and what is directly below me? I picture you kind of ground level with the temple here. So above you is the surface about 100 feet up. And if you look straight down, just seeing the temple grounds. So am I on the ocean floor? Yep, you're on the ocean floor. Okay, I thought we were just... Mm. Yeah, going up and down all around is always in that same spot, which is right around ocean floor, right outside the tube, and we're red and macarat. So is there something on the ground then? Like if I kick at it? Go ahead and roll a like perception. Like a dagger? Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check again with advantage. Because you, now you are like... He really wants me to find it. Really focusing on trying to do this. 11. Yep, still not sure right now. I'm going to say that for the sake of speeding it up, you could spend that whole half day kind of swimming around trying to figure it out. And right now you're just not, not quite grasping what it is. Mm. Well, Kincaid's frustrated. I imagine. <laughs> and I think he's just going to... Can you do like an arcana check or something? You can do an arcana check if he wants, but I, I don't, I, for right now... It's not going to happen. Gonna, yeah, he's not going to figure anything else out today. Okay. So well, I think I'm going to go swim back to the surface and check on the repair of the jog. Yeah, out of your frustration, you're like, well, I can do this. So I'm gonna I go can do there. this. This the is whole my... time, the two of us have been just sitting there staring at him swim. Like... <laughs> I'm out of snacks. Like yeah. we're like okay. As, Being a pet in a zoo is like boring. Fun. <laughs> As Kincaid goes up, and you guys are kind of stuck down in that donut shape, you start making your way back over to the diving bell. But then out of your corner of your eye, you see this very old merfolk that is swimming up. It. I, I heard uh, somebody wanted to talk to me about about the the building, the engineering. Oh, you must be Ariza. Yes, yes, I'm Ariza. Are, I, uh, are you the person that's inter? Are you are you engineer? Are you a builder as well? Uh, yeah. So my name is Mac. Hello, Mac. And I, I was just very fascinated by that dome that you built. Oh yes, it was a, a fun project. We had to use some thermal vents to melt the sand so we could get this really dense glass. We had to kind of meld it all together. It was a very long, slow process, but it was extremely fun. Oh and, wow! Yeah. So. You are a builder also? Yeah, well, you know, I, I build like fences and stuff like that on oh, on land. You see, so. you get a little dis- disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So I was just I was just curious on how you you know you built that and if there was like any magic involved or anything like that or was it just straight up engineering? Straight up engineering. I mean, we're not really all that magical right now. I mean, I guess we've never really been magical. It's really just the order of light, and I'm not part of that group. So it's just using good old intuitive. Engineering. Awesome. Cool. How long did that take you to build? Oh, this was my life's work. It took us probably 15 years or so. Oh, wow. Well, we had to build it in sections. So, you know, you're getting this ice and you have to kind of like, not ice, you get this glass and you kind of have to keep rotating and adding to it. 
Yeah. So you made these like little rings and then like you start looking at it, it's like definitely built in like rings that were then welded together. And so you had to take a lot of time to build each of them and you had to move them very carefully so they didn't break. They had to be perfect spheres or they're just gonna crush under the pressure. It was a lot of fun building this project. Wow, that's uh, that's very fascinating. I uh, I was just, I was really fascinated by that. So really glad I got to meet you. So about these fences, are they used to hold like- Animals. Children, and, animals? Yeah, like, animals. Animals? Farm, farm animals. Farm animals. Yeah. Are they like strong to like to break out? Do you have to like think of the pressure they're gonna put on it? Uh, it, yeah, it, it's more of just, um, you know, it's gotta be structurally sound so that, you know, they can't just run over them. Yeah. So, um, but it also has to be high enough so they can't just jump over them either. They so. don't just, oh, I guess they can't just swim over it. Yeah, this, this, is, this is on ground, so. Yeah, I guess that makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> okay, well, and she'll like try to elegantly leave the conversation <laughs> when she realizes that you're not a great engineer that <laughs> she can gain information you are from. Vasa, the great engineer, the great fence I engineer. I never said I was an engineer. I just said I built fences on the farm. Carpenter. You, you sense that the messenger that got Ariza yeah. must have miscommunicated something. At this point, you guys can take the diving bell back up if you want to. Yeah. I yep. need some fresh oxygen. And the repairs on the jock are Yeah, I'm great. overseeing the repairs. Everything's looking good. I guess we're just like... What time I'm, of day is it? I'm not going to say dusk because we always do things at dusk. So Middle of the day. Midday. Noon. High noon. It's time for lunch. <laughs> I kind of want some crab for some reason. <laughs> I'm craving a fish sandwich. Are we all together? Can we all can we grab some lunch? Can we all sit around the table and grab some lunch? Chat? Yeah, I think we should eat, maybe come up with a plan and yeah, kind of go from there. We need to chat through a couple of things. What's the best place to get like a good fish fry? Clams. What are we doing here? You would be able to take one of the smaller skiffs to kind of the beachside ocean area where you know that they normally have their big tourist attractions. Right now it's completely empty because nobody's there, mm -hmm. but they do have staff that are still on the island that aren't merfolk that need something to do. Okay. So since you guys are foreign diplomats that are going to be helping them with the pirate invest investigation and infestation, they're happy to make you whatever you want seafood wise all right we pull up to what the sandy shell guys i'm starving where's my uh, like i'm gonna get a, a margarita oh yeah i mean i'm i feel I, i'm feeling tropical yeah, i'm a pina colada for me yeah coconut i see coconut drink in for you sir i'll just do coconut water someone's got to be sober to <laughs> sober. watch uh, <laughs> these two to watch over them um, in a nice sea bass yeah <laughs> Yeah, clam strips. We're doing the whole thing. Like, oh boy, I don't know. All the food. Um, Guys, I'm... And she's like looking around. Like you, you see her just like super uneasy. I don't... I'm very uncomfortable with the order of light like being here. We haven't been anywhere that has an order of, of light. Like what if they recognize us? Well, I think it's a merfolk contingent of order of light. I don't think they would know who you are, but I don't want to like be pulls here. Out the, she like pulls out the wanted poster. Like, I think as well, long as we not say. not going to help put it back down. Like, the, <laughs> geez, that, that's yeah, not going okay, okay, to right. connect any okay, dots or okay, anything. Okay. I think as long as you all stay on the surface and we get out of here yeah, as I'm soon like, as possible. Also, like, what if they start to, what if they want to come hunt pirates with us? Like, what, what are we, how are we going to dodge that? Well, our main, play along. Our main goal is to get to the Elven City. Okay. So why so are we, we here? Because the ship needed repairs. Or is it done? Can we go? Or are we going to really try to go hunt some pirates? I sensed your uneasiness, and that was my way of getting out of any situation. Us not being here with them. Yeah. 
right? Like, I don't know how value added this is going to be. I understand we're looking for your hometown. I understand we're trying to figure out this pirate thing, but it feels well, like the gotta, pirates always gotta, follow us. We got to wait for our ship to be repaired, though. Yeah. How soon will that be? Uh, probably the day after next. Because there's a pretty easy repair. It's not like a week long. It's just yeah. going to take some time to let the glue set or whatever. I mean, did we promise <laughs> anything set. to the queen? Like, No, I asked her several times if she... I think it was just helping them with the pirate situation. Okay. I just want to make sure she thinks we're skipping out on her when we said we were going to help with something. Well, let's, no, let's, I said, let's go patrol around, you know, do do what we said we would do, and then when the ship's ready, we'll go. Yes, the three of us, though. We're not going to let anyone else come with us. Or if we just stay on the ship, I'm sure with your fence-building abilities, we could repair the ship a little <laughs> faster. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry, your woodworking. You're, My uh, woodworking. He's a fence yeah. engineer. Fence engineer. I'm a fence engineer. A fence engineer. I mean, we could we could probably expedite our voyage if we work on the ship together. I mean, what if we all go help? I mean, that makes me feel, especially knowing that the Order of Light's on its way here and got held up at String Camp, like, they could be right behind us. We're on the other side of the island. And who knows who's with them? Okay. Well, let's finish eating here, then go work on the ship. Go ahead and roll a history check. All of us? Sure. Nine. Two. Sixteen. Timing-wise, Kincaid, you would put together that the contingent of the Order of Light that got held up in Stringham is probably the same one that started returning back to Black Bay Harbor with the pirates that they had captured. Okay. So I don't think they're probably coming here. Yeah. Because if you remember, originally when you guys were in Stringham... The Order of Light was there, and then they were going to continue going north. And then after that pirate excavated, and you revealed that they were from Dorma. Oh, they went back to they Black Bay Harbor. They turned back around to Black Bay Harbor. So that's why they've been hung up, quote unquote. It might be a while before they yeah. show up. Yeah, so I think a light bulb would go off in King Kate's head. Like, yeah. oh, I think after I told them about the light shards, right? The, told them about people that oh, died, but died during the shards. I, that was new information to them. So I think they were going back to Black Bay Harbor to talk that over. Um, okay. So we might so be safe. Well, I don't think we need to stay here any longer than we need to. Okay. Yeah, I just for some reason felt like we were telling her that we're going to figure this pirate thing out for her. Well, I just made it seem like we were also looking for the yeah. pirates. Yeah, okay. I mean, we are. However, they just seem to keep finding us. I don't think we need to look very hard. Guys are not just Especially with us. you two here. Yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> I seem very interested Bring, in you guys for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like... Pulling out your wanted posters in the middle of your lunch. Okay. Okay. I was hungry. Okay. I was trying to prove a point. Hey, just have another drink. Okay. Okay. Just slurp down it. Pina colada. You got to relax. I know, I, there's, I know there's a lot of going on, but... We gotta, I have a we lot gotta, going on. We have to relax. You got to balance. Work, work-life balance. I understand that, but the Adventure life, life part balance. wants me dead. The work part wants my life part dead. Okay, you don't have this. Your uncle is the guy in charge who wants to kill me. So yeah, I feel sorry like about you're that. a bit protected. <laughs> sorry about that. I only met him. I only knew he was family oh, for like oh, a couple days. Oh, before, you're going to deny him before, now? Before I backstabbed him. Okay. All right. Maybe we'll have another pina colada. I'm a margarita guy, so. Yeah, I'm on number four, just in case <laughs> anyone was counting. All right. So you guys have some drinks at the tavern i'm just making it clear i was drinking coconut water woods is like i'm relaxed like what do you mean relax guys did you see my poster doesn't it look like and she's like i think we need to get her back to the ship yeah i think we're done do you i don't even think this looks like me like this does not i'm taking roll it up and put it away that away let's get you back to the ship we'll talk more there 
Can we just like talk Let's, about life? Hey, talk about food. Oh what's my your favorite? Gosh. What's your favorite <gasps> snack? I've been dying for you to ask then, me this question. And then I'm gonna grab her. Like we're both gonna grab her by the arm and just drag <laughs> her out. Like <laughs> as, as she, with the should she's we talking? start with cheese? Yep. I think we should start. As she's talking about yeah, food, let's change the subject and not. Oh. And Kincaid's Kincaid's on high alert. Go, you <laughs> she's have bringing, a farm. She's bringing oh, attention geez. to us. She's gonna continuously ramble. And then you guys successfully get her back on the little boat back to the Jacques where I guess Kincaid and Vasa are going to do some repairs while Woods is sleeping. sleeping it Pass out. <laughs> <laughs> say, they're passed out, I assume, like talking to you guys like while leaning up against the edge of the boat like, or something. Like, seriously, goat cheese is from a goat. Like, All right, go ahead and Kincaid roll a... Let's do a D12 to see how wow. these repairs are going. 11. 11. So you guys get the boat pretty much ready to go, tip-top shape. Red's uh, drunken <laughs> chatter really motivated really? me to yeah. get out of here. <laughs> Let me get out of here. I'm not dealing with order of light attacks. Yep. Sounds good. So you guys spend the night, get all rested up. Are you going to leave the next day or are you going to stick around, talk to the queen some more? What is your plan? Kincaid doesn't think there's anything more to gain from being here. Okay. I think we got all the information we can get out of yeah, Queen but Cole, is it but now the <laughs> woods wakes up. Now it's like suspicious if we just leave, if we just like ghost her. Like she's got straight anxiety, like freaking out of all the conversations we had yesterday with her, replaying everything in her head. Like what? I mean, what if we just leave? Then she's going to know that we were with the order and like, do you want me to go down there and just say goodbye to her? Yeah, I mean, okay. I feel like we can't just we can't just leave. Like we should all go. Well, it's easier for me to get down there. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot easier. Okay. Yeah, but I I've definitely... already jumped in the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll continue working on the ship. <laughs> As you are swimming back down, you see the queen is still at the statue of Ratita. I'll approach her and do my curtsy again. As you are swimming down there you're looking at the statue and the statue each angle you kind of look at it changes what they look like and you, you put together that oh Ratita is the god of the ever-changing sea that god is known to be kind of a shapeshifter and changes his appearance with the moods of the ocean or his moods in particular but then as you're swimming you stop kind of swimming you're maybe 30 feet off the ocean floor because mid transformation between one image and another a image pops out that you immediately recognize and you go on guard. And it is the image of that necromancer that you were fighting. And that is what you're looking at. And then you put together, that's what was catching me off guard was this statue looks like my mortal enemy. Wow. Okay. It's backstory stuff. It's like, you have a mortal enemy? <laughs> I don't know this. Mortal I enemy. I to Nick, not in the <laughs> microphone, and you did not hear me. You didn't see me. I was like, and nothing. <laughs> I think in, in shock, I'm just going to stare at it and then just try to get Queen Cole's attention without going to her being, you know, respectful or anything. <laughs> How are you going to try to get her attention? I'm just going to say Queen Cole, and I'm not taking my eyes off the statue. You can't see what she's doing, but you hear a little bit of commotion, and then she swims up to you. Yeah, yeah. what can I do for you? Do I still see that? Yeah, guy. as long as you're not moving, because it just happened to be like the way it was shifting. It's kind of between two images. You're like, oh, wait, I recognize that. I'm just going to ask, who is that in the statue right now? 
Who is that supposed to be? That's the god Ratita, the ever-changing that, god of the sea. But that particular form. Oh, I mean, he takes multiple forms, some some even female. Have you ever seen that particular form before? I mean, we really haven't seen the god in a very long time. So it's, I mean, I don't think I've even seen him in my lifetime. I assume the gods are busy doing their stuff. They're not as active as the harbinger. And Kincaid's just mumbling to himself, like, is I fighting a god? Like he's... You're trying to think he's through... He's thinking through not really paying attention to Queen Cole anymore. It's fine, as you hear off in the distance. You just hear repeated, very slight explosion sounds coming off from the distance. Every once in a while, another one would go off. And it sounds like they might be getting closer. You're not quite sure. I think that's going to snap my attention back to Queen Cole. Are those the charges you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's the closest we've ever heard them, too. I'll have to send out my, my guards. Do you, do you mind giving us assistance? Oh, yeah, I'm on it. Okay. I think that's what I needed to snap out, and I'm bolting towards the surface. As you're swimming up, you can just hear the charges are getting closer and closer. You, on the surface, haven't really noticed anything because the sound travels faster through water than air, so you guys haven't noticed anything yet. Am I at the surface yet? Yes, you are. I picture you... <laughs> I'm like spitting out like a dolphin <laughs> yeah. breaching and yeah. I'm just gonna be like pirates <laughs> I'm gonna like dive back like, in the like water because that was my jump yeah. <laughs> like what and then I'm boarding the Jacques and we uh, gotta go pirates are coming do we and I'm just yelling at all the hands to man their posts and arm up sounds good do we you guys start getting ready to push off are we still in like full disguise Mac and I yeah you guys decided that you were gonna stay in your disguises right okay so I remember you were talking about you were continuing to shave your head. Yeah, red glasses. growing out his beard more. So we look nothing like the posters. We don't look anything like the posters. Okay, and she's a little bit more comfortable to do this. She's really freaking out. Were we able to take a short rest while we were eating lunch? Yes, you can take a short rest. Hey guys, it's Sam. I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caradresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caradresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. All right. So you guys push off from the dock and you got the Jacques sails ready to go. It takes you about five minutes and then you're able to see the pirate ship. Kincaid just knows what direction they're in because of the echoes he's hearing underwater. Echo location. Dolphins use it. I love it. So you guys see the pirate ship in the corner. You see that they are dropping something in the water. And then a few seconds later, maybe about 10 seconds later or so, you see a really large like sploosh of water from an explosion that happened underground. And you can see they're kind of going in a circle. Like you can tell they're making a big circle with their explosions. Is it just one ship? It's just one ship. Do you think they're like trying to like corral something underwater? Why don't you go? Can you jump in and go see? Is that dangerous? I guess I could get closer. Jump in the water and see what's underneath. If it's the city or if it's something else that they're trying to stir up, wake up, 
So as you jump in the water and you kind of dive down, you see that they are just over a coral reef, but it's kind of on the edge of where it drops off into like deep water. So it's kind of like, a, what is it called? The ocean shelf? A shelf. Okay. Yeah. So it's a coral reef and they're kind of blowing up the edge of that coral reef. Do I recognize this type of reef? Is there anything special about it? No, not really. Is it a fault line? Like, are they trying to make an earthquake? Do we know anything uh, about the pl- tectonic plate? plates? Yeah, those you things. You do not. No. <laughs> Considering I didn't even know the word, <laughs> you know those underwater plates. Nope. You don't know anything about the tect plates in this world. Not that they're not there. You just don't know anything sure. about them. We're gonna hit the library next time. Are you gonna get closer to the boat, or are you gonna get back to the yacht? I think Kincaid is going to. How how frequent are the charges being? Dropped. They're probably being dropped every two minutes or so. Can I get to the boat between charges? Yes, I think you have the speed to be able to get through it. You're probably going to take some thunder damage from just the shock waves coming through the water. If you, you know, it's not going to be substantial, but I definitely think you would sustain some damage from that. I think it'd be worth it because okay. I want to get to the pirate ship and board it to see if I can hear what they're saying. So you're going to try to climb up stealthily on the side to try to overhear their conversations? Yes. Okay. Don't hurt me too bad. Uh, I said not too bad. <laughs> uh, 13 divided by 2. 6. six. 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 It takes and 6 half. legending damage. I happily legend. take it in the <laughs> chest. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? I think it is yeah. bludgeoning damage. And go ahead and roll a stealth check as you're trying to climb up on the back of this pirate boat or the side or wherever you think you're supposed to climb up. I didn't think they'd hear me because they're dropping charges. charges. Yep. But 12 plus I have a 2. 14. You would hear them talking about how Captain Ivanir said the Temple of Poldenta should be close by, which you would know Kincaid is the god of the sea and chaos from your world. Is that a friendly god to me, or is that a rival god to me? Neutral. Like, is it's more of a chaos god. Like, it doesn't have good or bad. I have a question. I may have an answer. The yin-yang says Cormet is the god of chaos god. Correct. You guys would know that Cormet is the god of chaos. Okay. And Ratita is the god of the sea. Okay. Kincaid doesn't necessarily come from your world. He's oh, trying okay. to find his way home. I'm from a whole new world. A whole <laughs> new world. And he would know that the goddess there was called Coldenta. Okay. Um, so that's all I gather from listening yes. for a few minutes that yeah, they're would, trying to find this temple. You would hear the following things that they are following the directions of Captain Ivanir, which you guys have already put together as the pirate king, basically. They are looking for the temple of Caldenta, which you know as a god from your world, which is confusing to you, and that they were told it was somewhere in the North Sea. So that's why they've kind of been searching around this area. Okay. I think since Kincaid's here and he doesn't like pirates, and especially since they're trying to blow something up, I'm going to still stealthily climb. I'm picturing myself on the back of the boat. I feel like they'd be drop charges off the back, though. So. Okay, so the front, wherever they're not dropping charges. Yep. And I'm going to peer over the railing to kind of see where everyone's at on the boat and how many there are. All right. As you peer over the railing, you definitely recognize a lot more of this crew is the ogres that you saw before. And you see a couple of more smaller humanoids that have like really wiry hair. 
And as you're looking at them, you're starting to see and recognize that they have brands on them that you are familiar with as the ones that are kind of a little bit off. And what was the other question you were asking? I think it was how many and where they are in relation to me on the front of the boat. Yeah, they'd all be situated at the back of the boat, except for one person, which would be steering the boat. He'd be looking forward. So I'm going to say that you would get noticed by that person as you like popped up. So you would have time to still react, but you're going to be, you know that you're going to be noticed. If I peer over more? Yes. Okay. So where the pilot of the boat is at, where are the charges? Oh, in the back of the boat. Are they like right behind him? Um, So if I want to do a line of sight with him and the charges... Oh, yeah, you could do that for sure. And they would probably be about 15 feet between the boat wheel and the depth charges. So my plan is to quickly board and cast a spell at the person steering the ship and get as many charges as I can. I'm guessing it's going to be the sphere of fire thing. No. Oh, (laughs) a different spell. (laughs) Something for them to remember me by. Uh, One second. Yep, we want to leave his mark. Meanwhile, back on the boat, We're you just, and I are just hanging out. Yeah, just hanging out. I mean, you'd have a deckhand that would be steering the boat for you guys. And the oh yeah, we're for sure not driving the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not. We are not equipped to do that. Yeah. Okay. Technically, Captain Brandon is on the boat, so he'd be steering the boat. Yeah, we're. I feel like we're just at the front of the boat with a big old spyglass, looking out. And you're seeing Kincaid climbing up the yeah <laughs> the front of the other boat. You're like, what is he doing? What's so going now on? we're like kind of we are I guess giving orders more so and being like, okay, like kind of getting people ready because if we see something go down, we need to get over there. Sounds good. So I'm going to board the ship and cast a lightning bolt directly at the person steering it and try to get as many of the charges as I can. All right. And it's a dexterity saving throw. The stroke of lightning is 100 feet long and 5 feet wide. All right, well, 14, they probably have a plus two, so 16 for their dexterity. My spell save is 14. So they'll save their dex. I still think they take half of that one, though. Half of 8d6, yeah. Okay, so go ahead and roll that up, and then I'll see how many charges that took out. 6, 12, 14. Wow. 16. (laughs) That was a lot of ones. Yeah. He takes eight damage as he dives out of the way and shouts out, there's someone here, but it doesn't matter because you knock and hit three of the charges that just blow up basically the back of the boat. So it is not looking great at all. So they immediately send people up to start dealing with you. So you are welcome to stay and fight if you want, or you can jump off. Sorry. I also do any spell greater than first level that deals thunder or lightning damage. Storm erupts from me. Uh, within 10 feet of me, they take thunder damage equal to half my sorcerer level. Okay, so anyone so within 10 feet of me would take three, three. I don't think it was within 10 feet because they're all fine. on the back of the boat, but I'll say you do some damage to the front of the boat too. And so I imagine it's just like a shockwave radiating out from you. Okay. And then as a bonus action, after I cast the lightning bolt, I'm going to use my gust of air to fly 10 feet up without opportunity attacks. Okay. Are you trying to fly back into the water or are you trying to fly into the... Are there more charges? There are a handful of charges because I'm going to say you got everything on the right-hand side, so there's still charges on the left-hand side. All right, and I'm going to spend a sorcery point in order to cast Fireball at one of the charges right before I leave. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I'm going to roll a d20 to see if it's going to ignite it right away or if it's going to be a delayed. It's going to ignite it right away, so you hit both sides, so the back of the boat is now still buoyant, but it's definitely like the guardrail's missing, the first level, the deck is missing. 
and there's a slow leak that's definitely happening in this boat. But they send the guards up to start trying to attack you. We'll say they even shoot two at you. 16 to hit and a 10 to hit. Uh, one is misses. I think crossbows are D8 or D6. Uh, my longbow's a D5. I'm sorry. It's a D8. <laughs> D5. It's a plus five. D8. We'll do a D6. Yeah, I think. Um, we'll say five piercing damage as you get hit with a bolt from one person that was just like a little quick on the draw. Okay. So I'm going to jump back in the water. Okay. And you said the boat is taking on water. When you were flying up in the air, you could see that there was a little bit of leak coming in, but you know it's not enough that it's going to sink immediately, but it's enough that they are going to turn tail and start running away, but basically turning around. So you think, hey, their base might be somewhere that way. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, Because I want to try to stay underneath the boat and kind of watch where it goes. Okay. So I'm not going to surface. You're not going to surface? Mm-mm. Sounds good. Should we follow this boat? Yeah, slowly. All right. Uh, so she's. I'm going to say it doesn't matter what you guys say. Captain Brandon just saw his first mate get shot and then fall into the water. Gotcha. So he's definitely going to go that direction anyways. Okay. But continue now. Oh, we're already going this way. <laughs> That's what I was thinking uh, too. Uh, sure thing. I don't know what to do. <laughs> just, I guess we'll just be ready in action if we yeah. get close because I'm going to, I'm going to jump on the ship and start swinging away. Um, if, if we get close enough. Okay. I, uh, yeah. You guys are definitely able to get close enough. Closing the distance because of so much damage that happened on the pirate ship. It took a long time to turn. So it's already going slow and you guys are easily catching up to it. So Kincaid, as you're in the water, you can definitely see that the Jacques is easily catching up to this pirate ship. Are we going to try to like take, kill the people or are we going to try to take captive? Like, so we, we can ask we some should questions. Try, yeah, we should try to capture a couple. Okay. All right. So, I mean, then we're going to go full blown. We're taking our bow out and we're going to. You're taking your bow out? Yeah. Okay. Gonna, when we get close enough, we're going to start shooting. Yep. So you're going to start shooting because you are getting close enough. Okay. And are you going to give directions to your deckhands to fire the slings and all the grease bags and all that stuff? Or Yeah. There's yeah. only three grease bags left. Only three grease bags left. Yeah. Right. I, I can make more. But. Yeah. I think the, the point is to sink the boat um, so we can maybe go in and capture a couple people. Okay. So I'd probably give direction to a couple of the bigger deckhands to maybe see if they can get over and actually capture someone. And I think Vasso and I are going to do the same. Woods, you're out there shooting. Fire arrows to the grease bags. Fire arrows to your grease bags. Vasso, you got your swords drawn and you're kind of like ready to jump on. And then all of a sudden, like a snap of your finger, a ogre appears on the boat right in front of Woods. And it's going to punch Woods in the face. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Does it a strike attack at Woods? <laughs> Does a four hit you? Uh, no. He's then going to try to grab your bow uh-huh. and try to yank it free from you. So now we're going to do competing strength checks. Oh, I'm going to use inspiration. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 the mic just smacked me in the face. Uh, the ogre didn't punch her, but the mic did. <laughs> the mic did. The mic rolled a nat 20. Uh, okay, I got a 16, uh, so 18. Yep. All right. So you're able to wrestle your bow free from this ogre. And that is kind of where you're stuck at right now. I'm grappled with this guy. You're grappled with this guy. Do I get a shot on him or no? I mean, he's holding your bow, so you can't really shoot with the bow. Please. I have a thousand weapons on me. Okay. Um, I just want to grab one of my sickles out. Can I reach back and grab a sickle and try to like slice his arm? Obviously get one of them unless you're going to let go of your bow. No, I'm not going to let go of my bow. Sounds good. You can get one. 
Okay. Uh, 20. All right. That's going to hit. Six damage. He takes it like champ. I can I can double hit. You can because you're attacking. You just don't have your offhand because you're holding a bow. 14. I'm going to say that hits. Eight damage. So he takes two pretty decent hits, and you definitely notice that he doesn't have armor on. Yeah. Instead, he's got more, like, robes on. Was he hit before with any of the stuff that... He was not. Okay. A uh, little help over here. Vasha's going gonna to turn around and going to see the ogre, and I guess he'll go attack the ogre. All right. Go ahead and swing away. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. That hits. 11 damage. Yep. So we got six, eight, and 11. This creature's not doing that well. This ogre's not doing that well. You tell that he's not necessarily a fighting class, so he's definitely not really in his element. Uh, Kincaid, what are you going to do as you're... You uh, can't quite see what's happening, but you definitely see the boats are close to each other now. Uh, I think I would swim to the Jacques and board it. As you get up on the board, that's when you see this ogre just kind of appear out of nowhere in front of woods. You see that kind of interaction. The ogre's going to try to take the bow one more time. So he's still competing strength with Woods over there. It got a crit fail, so I'm definitely assuming we're going to win this one. Is this uh, the, the wooden bow talking about? It is yeah, the wooden it's bow. my, yep. it's my okay. special bow. I got an 18. You see it kind of get a scowl on its face, turns around to face his ship, and then he says, fire away. And then he just disappears and reappears on his boat. He used the spell Misty Step, in case gotcha. you're wondering. Okay. You guys just don't know magic enough to know what happened. So to you, it's like, wow, that was interesting. Yeah. And then a hail of, like, basically as soon as he missed, he stepped away, a hail of arrows kind of came running onto the deck with you guys. Okay. So, Kincaid, roll ahead and roll a d20, and then you two roll a deck to save Woods and uh, Basso. 17. 15. Uh, four. Uh, Woods, you dove out of the way. Basso, you are taking eight piercing damage as you get hit with an arrow. And with your 17, you see one of your deck hands, like an arrow goes like right by their face and hits into the ground. But he's like scared, but safe. Okay. <laughs> he didn't get hit. And then you guys start to see the pirate ship start to have like a dark fog kind of going around it. Ah, uh, looks like the bard has done it again. What a splendid crowd y'all have been. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Cottage Rest Inn. Hey guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master at Carriage Rest Tales. I just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you are enjoying the content and you haven't already, please give us a five-star review. It's really going to help us grow our listenership and be able to reach more people. I also want to give a special thanks to Tabletop Audio for providing the background music for today's episode.